Welcome to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast with Tyra E. Rowell. Well, hello there. How are you doing? Did you have a wonderful weekend? Did you enjoy yourself? Did you take a self-care day? I hope you did. Because you all deserve to just take a rest. Just do nothing. Do something that you love to do besides all the things that you have to do, you know, because those things can just get to you, you know, especially when you always on the go, you always doing something for others. There are going to be moments that you're going to need to do something for you. So I hope that you are taking care of yourself, that you are being mindful of how you're thinking and how you are feeling and just being in touch and aware of you because the more you do so the more you can do something about it and you will feel better you will do better as well um let's kick this off with um narcissism because that is the subject matter for the month of April. And of course, I'm going to always have a quote. And this one is, you will never win the fight with someone who only lives in his reality. And I got this from OurMindForLife.com So this quote is saying that you will never win the fight with someone who only lives in their own reality. So if their reality is a certain way and that and that's only what they're focused on, that's only what they believe and that's all that they talk about, then it is impossible to have a conversation with them about what you would like to see different. You see what I'm saying? Because if there's something that that you would like to see different in a relationship, especially with a person who is a narcissist and they have their own reality of how things is supposed to how things are supposed to go. So when you have a conversation with them and or or an argument or you just basically want to have your voice heard it's going to be impossible because they are only focused on their own reality this is the way it's supposed to go it's either going to be this way or you can hit the highway but sometimes they don't even want you to hit the highway they want you to stay where you at and listen to them and do what they ask do what they expect uh, and that can be very uh, traumatizing to me, you know. That's what I think. I think it's traumatizing because that takes away freedom. And a person like me, I love my freedom. I want to do what I want to do. If God ain't pushing me to do something, then why would I allow a person to push me to do something that I don't want to do? I'm just being honest. God, God give me a free will to do what I want to do. You see what I'm saying? So... Why would I allow a person to um, take away that from take away my freedom 
I have a free will. I decide what I want to do. I do. I say what I want to say. So if a person does not want to love me the way I am, because, you know, we all have good in us. Come on now. And I am doing the best that I can do. You know, I'm doing the best that I can do. I'm putting forth an effort to treat people the way that they are supposed to be treated, especially the way that I would like to be treated. You know, I'm being my best version of me. And then another person going to sit here and tell me what I'm not going to do. What? 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 I'm just saying. You can't take away my freedom. That's what I need. I need my freedom. I want to love you the way I want to love you. <laughs> I want to say what I need to say. I'm, I need my voice to be heard. You know? I want to be authentically, unapologetically me. The way that God created me to be. And if someone comes in my life and they want me to do what they want, what, what they want me to do, what they want me to do, the way that they want it to be done, without me having any input, without me having any thoughts and feelings toward this whole situation or whatever the circumstances may be, wow, Mm-mm. no, no, Mm-mm. no, ma'am, no, sir, don't do it, won't do it. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, y'all. So let's get into this third trait. <laughs> uh, a narcissistic personality disorder. Believe that he or she is special and unique and can only be understood by or should associate with or other special or high-status people or institutions. Now, this is according to the DSM-5. Now, a person, um, I really don't think there's nothing wrong with you thinking that you are an, a unique person. You know, the Bible even talks about how peculiar his people are. So, we are uh, special people. We are his masterpiece. We are his workmanship. And we are created in his image. And God thinks highly of us. But narcissists they take it above and beyond that they take it to an excessive level where it just all and above (laughs) that on top of that so it goes beyond that baby i mean they just take it to another whole high level of being special and unique where they overlook you they overlook other people and um, they have a way of uh, straightening out and talking about uh, institutions that they feel is of high importance. They may not want to talk about a community college, but they'll talk about a four-year college because that is of high status. To That may be of a high status to them. And then there'll be a certain type of uh, university, a certain type of church or a certain type of bank that they have to go and uh, put their money in. You know, a certain type of car that they have to drive. You know, that that sort of stuff. It has to be according to what they believe is of a high status. And, you know, they also are going to be thinking that they are more special than you. They are more unique than you. They are 
um, have to be understood by those types of people as well, you know. So, of course, they're going to put up, they're going to put on their charm and, you know, make sure that they're saying all the right words when they are around these people. They are going to make sure that they are putting off the image of a kind and wonderful person. Of course. Mm-hmm. Because I got to be recognized as a person who is special. And so I'm going to make sure that I have that image. That's what a narcissist is thinking. That's what they do. They have to go out there and make sure that they are performing. That's the word that I use because it is a performance. Anytime anybody, and baby, just even entails to people who are not even narcissists. If you have to sit up here and perform to be something that you are not, you are here pretending to be something that you are not, then you are a performer. You are performing. Because once you come back inside the house or whatever, once you get back into your privacy, you back to where you are, who you really are. But when you get outside the doors and you putting on this front, then you are a performer. And narcissists are great performers. I mean, other people would not be seeing what you see. You know, the person who's in a relationship with a narcissist, other folks that are that only see them once, maybe uh, once or two times a month or whatever, or they see them at these locations that y'all are visiting, they're not going to see what you see. They only see that performance. And it can be very hard to try to convince folk um, of how a person, how a narcissist is treating you because people can only see the performance. But you, on the other hand, you in the house with them, you know exactly what's going on. You see exactly what you see, and it's totally different than what people out there in the world see. But that is the characteristic of a narcissist. Now, that's the first trait. Y'all make sure y'all subscribe so you don't miss another episode because there are six more traits to a narcissistic personality disorder. So until then. Thank you for tuning in to the Mental Health Bible Study Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss another episode.